the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal, too. These children are influenced to believe that they may be the wrong gender. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The books today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. Because I know that lots of people have had it up to here. They have had it up to here with this agenda, with the targeting of their children. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute daily commentaries right here, Monday through Friday, on the word Columbus at 10. 1020 a.m. Eastern Time, and also be sure to check out all our resources about the culture's influence on your kids and our faith and our freedom. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. I want to start off today with a question. Mom, are you a terrorist? You might be a terrorist, according to the Attorney General of the United States, if you've ever sat in a school board meeting and started to grumble when inane excuses for radical teaching start coming out of the mouths of school board members. You might be a terrorist if you ever stood at a podium in public participation time at such a meeting and expressed grave misgivings about racially divisive lessons that deny the standards of Martin Luther King, that people should be judged not on the color of their skin, but on the content of their character. You might be a terrorist if you ever emailed or called a school board member and objected to a position that person has taken. Well, what about if you actually leveled a verbal or physical threat? Well, no, you would probably not be a terrorist, but just a person who needs to be detained, possibly by the local police, not the FBI, because local and state laws might apply. 
But Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, has directed the FBI to investigate parents who get a bit agitated over what is being taught in their child's school. Yes, responding to a letter to the Biden administration from the National School Boards Association, and they were influenced heavily by the National Education Association, the NEA, the largest union in the country. Garland made the decision to call out the FBI because of alleged threats and harassment of local school board members by concerned parents. And the story gets even more fascist and similar to the Soviet Union, but I'll share that in a moment. The problem, one of the many here, is that there are few, if any, actual criminal threats going on. And if that happens, well, sure, arrest the person and the local police can be called out for that purpose. It's starting to smell more and more like a provocateur strategy, manipulating and provoking people. And then when people react to injustice, it's, see, I told you so. These people are unhinged. They are dangerous, maybe terrorists very much like the mischaracterization of the relatively tepid January 6th events, which is the tamest quote-unquote insurrection in world history, but I'm digressing here. Okay, so parents are showing up at school board meetings, and the claim of the school board's association is that local board members are getting harassed and threatened. The incidents this association cites are not being accurately portrayed, however. The few real threats that have been made are not a federal issue. We have harassment and intimidation laws in Ohio, and I'm sure every other state does too. So state and local laws would apply. They're trying to apply a civil rights federal case on this, as well as federal domestic terrorism laws. They do not work. This is not correct, and these are all fabricated claims. School boards should be willing to take some level of verbal confrontation. What's really going on is that the left does not like people looking closely at what they've been teaching our kids. Explicit novels depicting homosexual sex, lessons telling white children they are oppressors, and black kids that they are always going to be victims, that America is a hateful country, and that police are the bad guys. Parents are sick of it. And I, for one, am thrilled that what's been going on for years is finally getting some pushback. Now, it needs to be civil and peaceful, of course, but let's not give up through these intimidation tactics. So here's the rest of the story about Merrick Garland. Our far-left attorney general has a big conflict of interest on all this. It seems that his son-in-law is the co-founder of a company called Panorama, which markets social-emotional learning, SEL, programs to many school districts throughout the country, and SEL programs are the doorway to introduce all these far-left agendas, the pro-homosexual issues, the radical comprehensive sex education, and racially divisive ideas to our kids. 
here in Ohio. We are just hearing in the past few weeks about these panorama surveys, some quite intrusive, being administered to children in a number of Ohio schools. Some of these surveys ask kids about how they're treated on the basis of race, whether they feel like their teacher listens to them, and even ask how they identify according to gender. So this is far-left politics manipulating children through surveys. What in the world is going on? Well, friends, keep speaking up and don't be intimidated, but do keep your cool. Don't do anything that's actually threatening, and let's keep working toward better education for our kids. And if you think you can arrange things for your children to be educated elsewhere, like homeschooling or enrolling them in a responsible Christian school, this is the time to consider this and you will never regret it. However, there's another side to that. Let's listen to a clip from a video that's gone viral in the past few weeks. A mom from the Jacksonville, Florida area recently spoke at a Family Research Council summit conference called Pray, Vote, Stand. She is a black mom, and she said some really great things, much more than we can play here. But at one point, she said this, and listen to the audience reaction. They want to silence us and shut us down. I really think at this point... The only thing to do is have a mass exodus from the public school system. That's it. That was a standing ovation, and it went on from where we can, as much as we can play here. And I agree with her as far as it goes. And yet, here's the dilemma. Here's the dilemma. And I share this many times when we talk about this. Our schools, the public schools, will remain in place. They might be severely diminished if there's a mass exodus, and I really hope that happens, actually. But unless we continue to take a stand as taxpayers, at the very least, in these schools, they will keep churning out barbarians. Yes, and you know this is what's happening. Young people who have not a clue about another side of the issues most of the time, and yet they are impacting our culture drastically. These are young people who have been trained to hate America, who are comfortable with all kinds of deviance, have already, in many cases, been exposed to pornographic images and text, most likely in their schools or recommended by their teachers, who embrace the recklessness and cluelessness of globalism, who trust the deceptive mainstream media. Where do we think that far-left progressives came from? Most of them from a public school education. These are the young adults now who were in middle and high school when Barack Obama was president, who saw teachers fawning all over him and his policies, both in class and on social media, who refused to give any credibility to criticism of his leftist policies then and made students believe that there could be no criticism of a black president that wasn't grounded in racism, which of course is nonsense. They saw Obama bravely stand up and open girls' bathrooms to boys and twist federal law around to do so and embrace the radical and unscientific transgender agenda and completely rewrite through executive order Title IX federal law. 
They heard only one side of the politics of Donald Trump because you are not one of the cool people if you ever even listen to the other side who believed the lie that he's a racist when everything he did shows the opposite. These radical politics of Hillary Clinton and now Joe Biden and our kids are being tutored on this in the public schools is the side that wants unborn babies not to be able to live. They want religious freedom to be squashed. They want our constitution to be turned over. They want our borders to be open and they want our cities to be able to be looted and vandalized and police attacked and even killed and no one is punished for it. The Donald Trump side wants law and order and freedom and constitutional rights, but our kids in the public schools virtually never hear this. These are the students taught to applaud and even experiment with and then embrace homosexual and gender deviant behavior themselves sometime. They are tutored in dismissing anything like the word of God and seldom offered the option, the wonderful option to believe in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to consider the obvious fact that a loving creator designed the world and them beautifully to be male or female. Our kids do not hear much about that in public schools, but most go through their K through 12 grades hearing smears and snide remarks about biblical Christianity, believing that all the people who really know what's going on have discarded the Bible as being true or even relevant. And you can, of course, trust these experts. So they are free to do whatever they want. And today, this has become increasingly bizarre, self-destructive behavior, and even destructive of others. And it is fomenting revolution in our country. Of course, not all students are like this, not all teachers, but enough of them are, and it's going unchallenged that that's the climate in so many public schools. I think we get Antifa as a public school product, friends. So the many Christians who say that we should ignore the public schools, they are ignoring the security issue that the current product of public education becomes for all Americans. We saw that in a big display in 2020, and I believe that along with the foolish mask and vaccine mandates, that destruction of people in cities in the summer of 2020 was so horrific to many parents, especially when paired with the lack of accountability in Democrat-run cities. That's why I believe the massive turnout for the last November 2020, November 3rd election, was not to elect Joe Biden, but to make sure the Democrats did not win, and I believe that vote was manipulated in just enough big cities that already had a track record of rigged elections. Cities like Detroit, Atlanta, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, and just enough others that massive fraud took place and the electoral outcome was changed because they had to suppress the real outcome. So here is the rest of the story. So this is a long way of saying that if we want our country back, you will not keep ignoring the public schools and believe we can just hunker down in our holy huddles. But even if you have your children schooled elsewhere, and that's the ideal, that's usually the best idea. We must keep showing up at public school board meetings, behaving ourselves, of course, and taking video to prove 
prove it. We have to be smart, apparently, because we have tyrants at the helm in this country. But we will keep up the drumbeat toward academic priorities and excellence without the radical politics and social engineering. We need to stay involved in the K-12 through public schools while educating our children to be discerning, have a Christian worldview, and to embrace the truth and not the culture's lies. We are out of time for this segment. When we come back, I'm going to fill you in a bit on something called social-emotional learning. I mentioned it earlier, and how schools in Ohio are using that idea to usher in all kinds of harmful nonsense. Stay with us. We will be right back following these messages. Don't go away. Friends, I want to make sure you know about something on our website that is very helpful for parents and grandparents if you have kids in the public schools, and it's our School Propaganda and Corruption Calendar. It's a list of the pro-homosexual and pro-gender confusion special days and weeks during the school year where activists will be promoting these sinful behaviors and giving completely deceptive information to impression students. You can tell your child the truth instead. Go to our website at missionamerica.com. And as always, thanks for your prayers for us and your support. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we're talking today about why parents are showing up in droves to school board meetings. And I want to go over quickly just some basics about one of the most controversial issues lately, and that is the issue of social-emotional learning standards being adopted by so many school districts and what the Ohio Department of Education is putting out and the Ohio Board of Education has adopted And then this, of course, is very similar to what's happening throughout the country. So let me just give you a quick overview of what this is. The reason is because it is through social emotional learning standards and programs and lessons that all of this becomes the platform through which other radical agendas are easily inserted into the school's curriculum. The pro-LGBTQ agenda in all of its various deceptive forms, the comprehensive sex education and the obscene and radical nature of those lessons, and the divisive racial issues based on critical race theory. Yes, critical race theory is in schools. It may not be named as such, but the ideas involved are absolutely in our schools, and we have a position paper at missionamerica.com right at the top right-hand corner about critical race theory in Ohio schools, the most frequently asked questions, and we give details about what's happening in local school districts. So back to SEL, social emotional learning. The Ohio State Board of Education adopted SEL standards for the whole state 
state in 2019. It is part of the Ohio Department of Education's strategic plan, which is named Each Child, Our Future, and they talk about educating the whole child. Now watch for that language, because what that really means, unfortunately, even if they have good intentions, and many of the activities you will hear about sound like they might not be so bad, except that they're very intrusive. They don't concentrate on academics. They start getting into the psychology, the values, and the beliefs of your child and intrude greatly into the parent-child relationship. So social-emotional learning has five what they call competencies. These are the areas in which they develop goals and objectives. They are self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, and responsible decision-making. Well, who can argue with all of that, right? The problem is, of course, as you're seeing right away, it opens the door to who decides what's good self-management, who decides what kind of awareness of self needs to be taught, who decides what is responsible decision-making. I'll give you a couple of examples of how quickly this can go wrong in a moment. So there are not Ohio standardized tests to measure SEL, social-emotional learning, and it is meant to be integrated into other activities, not become additional classes. And if you want to find out more, just Google Ohio Department of Education Social-Emotional Learning, and you'll get the whole page on it. It will take you to these detailed standards and objectives and competencies, as they call it. So let's just take a couple of these. On self-awareness, this is what the Ohio Department of Education's Competency A1 for high school says, because they have them for elementary, middle school, and high school, quote, analyze why current events may trigger an emotional reaction and identify ways to regulate a response, unquote. Well, this opens the door to activist training, and you you can probably guess that in most schools, they're not going to point you toward a pro-life group to be trained to support. It's going to go toward in the other direction. This is something called action civics, and there is big time federal money through the Biden administration to direct kids to a liaison with outside groups, and they're almost always left-leaning groups. Almost never will they direct these kids or allow a conservative activity. Let's look at self under self-management for middle school. Quote, apply productive self-monitoring strategies to reframe thoughts and behaviors, unquote. Well, reframe them to what? Who's going to be saying a student's thought should be reframed and where should it go? You can see how LGBTQ behaviors can be put in front of a student as, well, you need to be more accepting of all of this. And how you could almost never in many schools introduce the idea that, guess what, no one is born homosexual or in the wrong sex body, and this is destructive, harmful behavior. And my Christian belief supports the idea that this is harmful and destructive, immoral behavior. Do I need to reframe that thought? You know, again, it goes toward religious discrimination pretty quickly and suppression of free speech. Under social awareness, C1 says this for high school, quote, demonstrate ways to encourage mutual respect across all settings when viewpoints or perceptions differ, unquote. One of the things people have criticized social emotional learning about is that it has an anesthetizing effect. 
Everything becomes goes into a blender. You quickly have to suppress anything that you consider to be a strong viewpoint that goes against the politically correct platform that's presented most of the time to kids. One of the other competencies is relationship skills. So let's look at this uh, relationship skills standard uh, that they are supposed to, again, try to fit into middle school. Quote, use a non-judgmental voice during conflict resolution to maintain safe relationships, unquote. Well, define safe. And you're talking about the racial issue. Oh, my goodness. Um, if you dare to question that it's highly doubtful that our country has systemic racism or that there is white privilege throughout uh, the lives of all white people. Bring up anything like that. This would be a judgmental voice in many schools right now. And this would not be considered safe for a lot of kids of color. At least that's what they're told. They're being told that is an unfair and unsafe opinion. You see how this is quickly going toward being used to force left-wing and radical ideas on our kids. And E, responsible decision-making. Okay, for grades three to five, here's one of their objectives. Quote, identify factors that can make it hard to make the best decisions at home or at school, unquote. What about your your parents' stodgy rules and beliefs? What about being told you have to clean up your room or get up for church on Sunday morning? What if you confess this at school and you have a teacher that says, yes, you should not be forced to go to church. That's something you should be able to choose. Another thing that social emotional learning does is it uh, elevates the child's idea of consent and empowerment beyond their what is age appropriate and their level of maturity. And it interferes heavily with their moral beliefs and belief systems much of the time as well as their the relationship with their parents. There is big time federal dollars from the Biden administration through a program that is supposed to help reopen schools. It's billions of dollars. It's called the American Rescue Plan, but it's a Trojan horse for other agendas including critical race theory and social emotional learning. Schools should be sticking to academics and not getting into all this. Friends, you need to talk to your schools about this. I'm Linda Harvey. I hope you have a wonderful week and day. And just remember that with God, all things, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.